Welcome back to the Mandarin Blueprint Podcast. I'm here with Eleanor, and she's uh, gl- uh, kindly agreed to do a case study with us about her experiences on the Mandarin Blueprint method. But uh, as always, we're very interested in why you wanted to learn Chinese in the first place. So maybe sure, you can tell yeah. us a little bit about yourself and then why you decided to study Mandarin. All right. Well, yeah, my name is Eleanor. I decided to study Mandarin because um, I basically have a client that is, my primary client is in Beijing. And they and I work in a creative industry, so I'm a I'm a professional game designer, and they several of the people who work there are great at English and can easily understand even like creative ideas spoken quickly, but as I've worked with them more and more, it becomes ever more clear that I would be able to be way more effective if I could talk to them in their native language, even just some, you know, Uh, like it's an alternate way of trying to explain things. Um, And so uh, there's that. And then also I really like them. Mm. So, uh, so I find myself motivated to try to see how I found myself motivated to see how it would go. So I decided to try it. And, uh, and that led me to trying to look for a good way of doing that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a that's quite a good motivation. And you know, gaming is huge here in in China for oh, sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for yeah. sure. They have these big internet cafes all over the place where you just look inside mm-hmm. and see you know a lot of maybe you know, late teenagers or, or early twenties just kind of like filling mm-hmm. the place, just playing all sorts of games. I used to absolutely. Be, they they all look like StarCraft to me from the outside. But <laughs> that was that's what I played when I was thirteen. So <laughs> but, nice, yeah. nice. So um, so you you were wanting to communicate better and, you know, you liked them. So you wanted to have that good um, sort of rapport with them. So I guess that, you know, it's, we have these questions that we normally ask, but it's so obvious what this would do for you to uh, learn Mandarin. I mean, obviously you'd be able to have a better professional relationship. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So like, and of course, um, and I've been there, I've been there, what before the coronavirus thing, like I've been to China four times in what, 12 months. Oh, right. And each yeah. time for two or three weeks at a trip. So mm. it's like super obvious to me that uh, that I would it would just be massively beneficial. Mm. And like traveling to uh, Be- to Beijing is really quite different than like going to Europe for all sorts yeah. of reasons. But one of them is like on average people you can find people in I don't know Munich who speak English. Yeah. But that is not necessarily the case as easily yeah. in a hotel in Beijing. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people studying English, but then it's, you know, it's levels of fluency, as we know. And so yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. there's sort of, you know, uh, the, the, there's sort of one of the things that they, you know, they refer to Chinglish, which is basically like the direct translations of Chinese into English, which is yeah. like, you know, and so one of the, there's like levels even of that, like, for for example, in Chinese, if you want to say, take a look at something, you can just say kan kan. And so you'll know that somebody is really early in their English uh, if they're saying like, look, 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 something. <laughs> yes. and so that'll that'll happen. So, yeah, if you learn even just a little bit of Chinese, that'll help a lot with going to uh, to Beijing. Yeah, sure. Totally. So, well, that's great. Well, that that means that your motivations are super clear and super, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're not going to struggle necessarily to ask yourself, why am I doing this? You know, yesterday I had a call with a fellow named Joe who um, he's he's self-motivated because he just likes the language, but he. Um, you know, he's like, I'm not going to go to China. I'm not planning on working in China. And I was like, I, I wonder if you'll stay, stay motivated, but I'm sure that you Yeah, will, I so. don't know. Yeah, yeah I've got yeah. a very clear motivation yeah, yeah. Uh, at this point, which helps a lot. I, um, I basically learn things 
when I want to and for reasons that connect to what I do in my life. So sure, sure, absolutely. Okay, well then, uh, in that case, it sounds like you're, the story of why is pretty clear. So let's talk about mm-hmm. a little bit more about the how. So uh, first of all, how did you learn about Mandarin Blueprint in the first place? I mean, you, I know you mentioned that you you uh, saw some case studies, but um, yeah, what was the uh, process of finding out about us? Yeah. So um, so first off, I studied. Japanese in college for Mm. a year or so. And I found the spoken side of the language very easy Mm. and um, didn't, but at the the same time made essentially zero progress against learning kanji. Like Mm. the katakana and hiragana were super easy, um, but the kanji were completely opaque. And ultimately that was the reason why I didn't go forward with learning more Japanese. I just mm. fell back to studying German instead. Um, so, uh, so when I, when I was sort of approaching the idea of learning Chinese, I knew that like making sure that I learned the, uh, the characters uh, in an effective way was something I, I put like right at the top of my list in terms of investigation. And at the time I didn't even understand how important that was. It was just like, I know this is hard. I want to figure out how to do the hard part. So, um, so what I did is I, I did a bunch of investigation, found the usual suspects, Pimsleur, uh, what's the, the, there's a couple of them, you know them all. Anyways, finally what I did is I posted on um, Reddit, on, there's a, a subreddit that's about learning Chinese, and I'm like, hey, do, 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 does anyone here know anything about like more evidence-based uh, language learning systems? Hmm. And so, uh, uh, Mandarin Blueprint was the one that they point the the person who responded. I got a bunch of like, oh, study Pimsleur or do this or do that. And then finally, one person was like, here are two things that are definitely evidence based. And one of the two was Mandarin Blueprint. Okay. And so I investigated the two of them, and uh, yours was clearly the superior of the two, uh, much right. more comprehensive. Um, yeah. And so that's what led me to y'all. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Reddit is, uh, you know, we, we're obviously, uh, you know, it's, you gotta, you take your life into your hands when you post something on Reddit, but, uh, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we, we are always like, uh, oh, Reddit, should we post there? Should we not post there? But then on the other hand, it, I do hear a lot of people saying that, uh, they heard about Mandarin Blueprint from Reddit. So that's a, that's always oh, yeah. good to know. I always, <laughs> we have an assistant who helps us out with social media and whenever she has anything from Reddit, I'm like, listen, can you just look at it and just tell us if something needs a response? I don't even want to look. <laughs> you know, <so. laughs> Right. Yeah. Well, the funny thing about Reddit is that it's completely diverse and yeah. completely micro cultures. So like the subreddit for Chinese language is super sweet and everyone's very oh, yeah. nice. All right. Yeah, I'll, I should bear that in mind. I should bear that in mind. You, know, you just see some <laughs> yeah. people on Reddit and you're just like, oh boy, I, I want to have yeah, a good what day the hell? today. You know? <laughs> yes, exactly. I don't want to get doxxed. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So, okay. So then let's talk about your experience of getting into Mandarin Blueprint uh, and what, mm-hmm. you know, that was like. So, um, you know, obviously before you tried to study the kanji and that was, as you say, it was quite opaque. So, um, well, first of all, did you do the pronunciation course first or did you go right into the characters? For Mandarin Blueprint? For Mandarin Blueprint, yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely, like I listened to your introductory talks. Um, you made a really great case for why it was important to get pronunci- pronunciation right. Mm. So I definitely did the pronunciation course first. Um, and it made sense, like, and then I, then I went into the foundation course and started learning your, you know, the Hanzi movie, Hanzi movie method. Right, I, right. It's weird. It's like, uh, anyways, yeah. So, so that's sort of the progress there. Yeah. So tell, what, what did you think of the pronunciation course? I mean, I know that it's, oh, I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was really great. Um, I thought that, uh, I thought that 
the minimal pair tone pairs and oh, right. the yeah. like those those drill decks once you sort of had a schema for how everything was supposed to work those were great for finding where the problems were and focusing on, on training my ear to be able to hear the difference and then produ produce the differences um, yeah. so i thought that was fantastic I, in fact i recommend there's some friends of mine who studied chinese a few years ago and like um had a hard time with it and so i recommend it to them and they're having a great time with it oh yeah cool cool yeah the minimal pairs deck is definitely um very helpful because it's just there's some of those sounds that are just so close and uh, mm -hmm. i mean it's another thing that you'll discover as you get more vocabulary is that it's not as hard as it seems at the beginning because at the beginning when all you have are the syllables you're just like yeah. how am i going to tell the difference but then when you get a bigger vocabulary you're going to go well it's like for example uh you'll say hands but you'll never say han tsu, right? So right. like the you because there's never the ci after han, or there might be a word that has that, but it's not frequent yeah. at all if there is. Yeah. And so uh, then you have the advantage of contextual vocabulary to figure out which one it was. But still, at absolutely. the beginning, it's useful to compare them and just be like, all right, these are. Oh really yeah, close, absolutely. Yeah. Ultimately, that's the only one that I really had any problem with. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I still find those like if I go into the I've taken sounds from the tone pairs deck into mm -hmm. uh, like spectrum analysis tools to look at the actual differences between like oh, ZI right. and uh, what was it? ZI like the and audio SI. files? Like yeah, spectrum, yeah. Wow, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, good and idea. So, um, and they're really similar, <laughs> uh, yeah. super similar. But anyways, so yeah, that's been very helpful. Um, and so it makes me feel comfortable with um, moving forward knowing that I'm probably not making thing, not, not making horrible mistakes. Of course I did, actually based upon your recommendations, I did get a tutor in the first couple of weeks to mm. um, help correct my pronunciation. And that was, super, that was incredibly valuable. And I'll probably yeah. go back to having a tutor again once I get done with the, with the basic foundation course. Yeah. Um, but right now I just wanna like get a, a baseline of like characters that I know. Yeah, that's absolutely the way to do it. So you have, you know, it's like there's kind of the pronunciation side, which a tutor can always help you with once you learn the basics, which doesn't take very long. And then mm -hmm. uh, after that, you don't really want to get into conversation until you have something to say, which requires, you know, at least some level of input, which you certainly get by the end of the foundation course. But uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool, cool. So uh, then you moved into the the Henza movie method. And uh, so Tell me about what that experience was like, because obviously we take an approach that uses a whole mnemonic system, which is a bit, you know, certainly different from traditional methods. So like, what yeah, was that right. like getting into that? I mean, like, I've never, in academic subjects, I've never, like in school, I never really had any trouble remembering whatever it was I wanted to remember. But I also have typically hated rote memorization tasks. Sure. Um, like I naturally, the way I f remember things is by fitting them into a structure of that's pre-existing, like how things work or how this, how, anyways. So, um, so I'm familiar with mnemonic memorization methods, but I've just never needed to use them before. Mm -hmm. um, and so the concepts were, like I've read about memory palaces, but the, so the concepts were not new, but um, when I when I found figured out or or when you explained that that's how we would be creating the structure necessary to to learn these characters, I was really excited because mm -hmm. it was a chance. It was like a reason to apply something that I read about uh, to something that I cared about. So um, I found it 
I, I find it um, surprisingly effective and the way you've structured it, like split up, split things up so there are more faces than there are places. Um, I thought that was very smart. Um, yeah, it just works great. Uh, as I've, I, I have like a, a structure for how every little movie scene is so that I can make them more quickly. Um, and, uh, and they've come to be, for me, they've come out to being like little, little snippets of dream logic. Mm -hmm. It's exactly the same logic as, as occurs in my, uh, in my dreams. So mm -hmm. like people that I know, all of them are people that I know, except for uh, like the things ending in you. Right, yeah, uh, the fictional characters, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so those are all fictional. Everybody else is people that I know and I'm friends with. So like a person that I know in a place that I know holding strange objects, trying to communicate <laughs> a meaning. Like that's what a dream is, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's so very dreamlike. They're, they're basically dream images and they um, stick pretty well. Yeah, yeah. So that that well, that's awesome. I'm glad that you got caught on to that sort of idea right uh, from the jump. So, yeah. So then uh, after you kind of got the sense of the method and you learned the you know actual uh, steps in the method, uh, mm -hmm. how long do you think now does it take you to learn a new character? So you like arrive on the make a movie page. Yeah. How long does it usually take you to figure out? Okay, I've got it, and I'm going to move on to the next uh, lesson. Well, on average. I mean, like when I come into a make a movie. Um, page and leaving it like it takes me one or two minutes maybe mm -hmm. less right because yeah. I have a structure for exactly like how things go into the sentence or a couple of sentences that then go onto the card right um, yeah. but that's the easy part right like yeah, yeah, yeah. the actual repetition of it like and in and like visualizing it strongly enough so that I remember it um, I don't know, like, so just just creating the scene in such a way that it's coherent and will probably work takes a minute, but I don't mm -hmm. know, like, probably, like, from there to I can hear that word in a sentence and mm -hmm. understand it and then write it down, that's probably, I don't know, 10 minutes of practice. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, that luckily, that's, it's not like a linear 10 minutes, it's usually 10 minutes over, like, you yeah. will have a... You know, the flashcards. Yeah, it's spread out. That, so. It's definitely spread out, but it yeah. piles up pretty fast. Let me tell you. Yeah, the 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 flashcards will definitely. You know, they'll pick up. I remember when I was um, studying in uh, university, which I always just took their curriculum and put it into my own system, um, which cool. is like that was the early days of Luke and I figuring out how we were going to make Mandarin Blueprint. But I remember I used to have like you know, just a lot of sentence cards each day, but I was really devoted at the time. So I would just be like, okay, that's fine. It's just a part of, part of my day is just getting sentences in. Yeah, totally. Um, which, uh, you know, the biggest change I suggest to people who are in the Mandarin Blooper method is not to not do sentences, but rather that do sentences for a long enough period of time until you can get into graded readers and then really focus on graded readers until you can get yeah. into just real Chinese. Um, that's yeah, that not makes graded, so much so. sense. And so uh, we spent a little bit too, I mean, I, I shouldn't speak for Luke. I spent too much time on uh, the sentence phase, you know, like I sort of could have moved on into larger context because the sentence by itself is definitely, you know, far more context than you can handle at the beginning, but it's far less context than you'll usually have. Like sometimes we get questions about sentences that come in and uh, 
my answer is always like, well, you'll understand this more when you see it in the context of a paragraph. So sure. it's like, and if you don't like it, skip yeah. it. Yeah. Move yeah. On. That's definitely key too. It's like you, if sentences are infinite, so it doesn't matter if you realize I don't yeah, really totally. like the sentence, just, you know, whatever, just put it in, suspend it and yeah. leave it, leave it be. I like yeah. that you have in these sentence practice decks, I really like that you have sentences for each of the meanings, the primary meanings of the words. Right. That both helps me remember the word, but also prepares me to use it later. Mm -hmm. That feels pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, you, I, you probably recall the question I asked a couple of days ago, like uh, the additional, it feels to me like the sen like understanding the sentences you're giving are really valuable, um, but there's a kind of fluency with the words that only comes when I'm hearing them in context and trying to understand them from that perspective. Yeah. And then there's also a fluency with writing the, the characters that only comes from like trying to write a sentence. Mm -hmm. um, but that like trying to do that for every word increases the learning time from like five minutes per word to 10 or 12 minutes per word, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's, actually, a, it's a difficult balance. I'm not sure what to do with yeah. that. I recorded the podcast a couple of days ago and I addressed your question in more detail. We're probably releasing it today or tomorrow, but uh, oh, okay. one of the points I made, but that was exactly the point I made, which is I was kind of like, this is a great idea. It's just that on a meta level, it might not be functional if you did it for every sentence, but like certainly yeah. the idea you, cause your idea was basically to have three different types of card that call it, that one makes you write the sentence. One is listening to it and comprehending yeah. it. And I, I forget what the third one was. Was it, um, well, well, the point is it was different ways. I simplified it to two, actually. Yeah. Yes. Okay, fair enough. So, but and that's totally fine. Um, it's and you should probably do that with a sentence that is like the opposite of a sentence you don't like. If you really like a sentence for some reason, yeah. um, who knows why, but if you really like a sentence, might as well you could do it for that and then just pick a few yeah. and then just make the extra cards out of that. That's exactly and, uh, what I'm doing. I'm like basically perfect. like for each new word you like you'll give like six sentences mm -hmm. and I'm just sort of picking one. Yeah. Yeah. Preferably yeah. one that uses characters that I already know. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Yeah. And so, and then the other thing that happens as you gain more and more um, sort of grammar understanding, which again, should be more unconscious than anything, uh, yeah. is that you'll start to figure out that words can have other usages just by seeing it in the context of a larger uh, sentence or paragraph. So Absolutely. it'll be like, you know, your, your brain knows that what fits in here is a, something that a description or an adjective you're just like okay this is an adjective so if something falls into that area you go okay well you can use that as an adjective and so like for example there's sometimes where people like like here's a, a good one that chinese people have sort of um developed over the past 10 years is that they've started to say like so the word nanren means man and people have started to say oh and like it's like wait what is that that is very man like it's weird it sounds weird but it's basically just saying oh that's a manly thing to do or whatever right yeah right and so and there's another one that's um there's this uh, character jai which means uh housing so like Zhu jai mm -hmm. is like a the concept of housing in a city or something like that right mm -hmm. but then they started using jai as meaning somebody who's a homebody so they'll say ta ah. right and that's another example of like that developed in the past like 10, 15 years. That wasn't the way the word was used. So when you see something like that, and like, that's the type of thing that it's always, uh, language is always evolving. So it's like mm -hmm. the fact that your grammar structures will be well in place. Then when you see, and you know the characters, which is the two keys, but luckily grammar is fairly easy. The characters are a hard part, but we kind of deal with that with the Mandarin blueprint method. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, then you start to see 
different usages just through that context. So for now, Absolutely. we're happy to share all these different usages, but eventually you don't really need them. We can t- we'll continue to Absolutely. do it through the intermediate course and everything. And, you know, we give a sentence for each common usage, but by the time you get to the intermediate course, it's like, yeah, you get it. You know, it's sure you can use it. This yeah, you'll way figure it out. That way and you, yeah. Um, cool. Cool. So thus far, what would you say are like the three elements of the Mandra blueprint method that have had the biggest uh, impact? Um, I would say the pronunciation course was critical hmm. for sure. Like, I think, I don't know how a person would successfully jump into the foundation course without the pronunciation course. Right. Um, I think obviously the, uh, the, you know, the movie uh, scene framing technique is incredibly valuable and important. And then the third thing I would say that's great, like pivotal is using the Ankydex. Mm. Yeah. Like uh, spaced repetition software is another one of these things where like I've read about it and I knew about the principles behind it, but I've never, I'd never before had need for learning, like perfectly learning a large set of information. And mm-hmm. so it's been, it's, it's, like I honestly don't see how a person could sensibly learn all this material without using that kind of a tool. Mm. It seems like it would just be incredibly painful. And so right. the, those are the three things that have really like honestly, like I'm gonna keep using your structure, but like if I now that I know those three things, like yeah. if I had to like I know how I would learn Chinese going forward from here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, certainly our um, our structure is is well, there are elements to it that we put a lot of thought into. So I, you know, like yeah. Um, but I would, uh, but still, I I that makes me really happy because I'm like, if you get that, then that means that you're like, you know, even if you get through all the way through the intermediate course and we haven't released the advanced course yet, which is probably going to take us about a year to develop. Like, sure. Even if you didn't get, even if you didn't have that, you'd still know what to do. So like, that yeah. that's great. That's I'm very and happy instantly. To hear that. Instantly, I can also see the, um, like, the main reason why, aside from just like, hey, I like what you've done and I want to keep using it, mm-hmm. but the main reason why um, I'm planning on continuing forward using your structure as far as, I, as, far as it goes, pretty much, mm-hmm. is it's clear you've put a lot of effort into thinking about what order things should come in. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right? definitely. Lots of analysis so, there. Right. And so that is not analysis that I can easily replicate. Mm-hmm. And so, like, why should I, like, why bother? And in fact, <laughs> honestly, one of the real problems with working with a tutor is the the order in which she wanted me to learn things was haphazard, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so it was it was a little awkward. Like, I felt like I was being pulled in two different directions. Mm-hmm. And so finally, I was just like, all right, I'm going to focus on one direction for a while. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, unfortunately, that's that happens a lot with tutors, and you know, it's, yeah, tutors I think can be really great for mostly two two functions. One is correcting your pronunciation, which we talked about, and two is like when you have enough to say, having a yeah. casual conversation where they can sort of like give you some advice on mistakes you make or general like sort of um, tips on how to improve. But when you go to a tutor and expecting them to have a curriculum for you, that's when you run into trouble yeah. because like that's not necessarily something they would have, you know? So yeah. Right. That makes makes sense. So another, actually a question I had for you there is like, um, when I was learning Japanese, Mm -hmm. one of the things they did early on with the katakana and the hiragana even is they did spend some amount of time critiquing our handwriting. Ah, They were like, they were like, we don't expect you to have good handwriting. Your handwriting is going to be terrible, but we do expect your handwriting to be legible. Mm -hmm. Sure. Right. 
Yeah. And so like, especially by virtue of the sentences that I'm doing, I'm actually writing characters a good bit, you know, like hmm. how many times have I written wool, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm curious, uh, like that seemed like that might be a valuable thing I could get out of a um, tutor is just to sure. say like, Hey, here's a bunch of my handwriting. Please tell me where this is terrible and how to fix it. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. And that's the, the I can say that if you want to get go from it's easy. It's fairly easy to be legible, but it's getting it to look nice or look like a, how a Chinese person writes. That actually is one of the few things that you would have to do a little bit of rote um, with that because it's just it's some muscle memory that yeah, you got to sure. build in there. But like, luckily, um, you know, the modern world doesn't require handwriting too much. Um, you know, it's yeah, like that's a, true. It's definitely useful to know, but it's uh, you know, it's uh, but yeah, that's a thing a, a tutor could help with. Um, yeah, I just sure. I just hate I hate practicing things wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like I'm aware that I'm like writing. I'm using a pen to write things on paper, mm. and so I'm guaranteed to be practicing it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, there's definitely some level of that. And I, yeah, that my drum teacher used to say, "It's not practice makes perfect; it's perfect practice makes perfect." And I was yeah, like, absolutely. yeah, that always stuck with me. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, have you noticed any impact on your relationship with your clients so far in terms? <laughs> sure. Of yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Like first they obviously appreciate um the fact that I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. But like the other day I was in a meeting and I was trying to I was explaining to them in English uh you know an uh, an idea and I used a word that they didn't know. Mm -hmm. And so they just sort of paused and they were like hypothesis. What is, mm -hmm. the, what is hypothesis? Yeah. So they bounced it back and forth and they were clearly not getting it. So I just looked up the word in um, Google Translate really quickly. Uh -huh. And then I said the word in yeah. Chinese. And uh -huh. I said it well enough where they understood exactly what I said. I said it once and they were like, oh. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next day, and the next day, uh, my, uh, the main, my main coworker, he was like, how long have you been studying Chinese? <laughs> he's like how do you know that word <laughs> and yeah. of course i confess that i didn't but you know yeah, yeah. Th like that was not where it actually so you knew how to say it right which is i knew how to say it right i could look at the yeah. word and say it and they understood what i said yeah yeah well that that's awesome that's a good feeling i mean you, and you're just gonna get more and more of that as you move forward that oh, it's so great that you have that sort of um uh just daily situation where you have chances to kind of uh get more motivation and i mean occasionally you'll have motivate to times where you uh you know you fall flat and it doesn't what you try doesn't work but most of the time you'll get these uh these moments of like uh just improvement and recognition of that because it's like yeah. not every day can you feel the improvement you know it's like usually you feel it it depends on where you are in your study but sometimes you feel it week by week sometimes you feel it you know these days for me, I don't really feel it that much anymore, but I do sometimes yeah, right. occasionally go like, Oh, I had a conversation about this. I've never done that before. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like at least you'll have the forum to do so. So that's pretty cool. So and then um, another, one yeah. other element there I will say is as they are talking with each other, cause like I'll talk with them, they'll ask me a question. I'll explain something to them. Then they'll talk amongst each other to make sure everybody under understands. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm increasingly as they are under as they are saying things i'll understand words that they're speaking i right. haven't yet gotten to the point of understanding a whole sentence mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but like individual words are popping out yeah. and not always just like um not always just like conjunctions or particles sometimes like whole chunks you know sure, sure. and so that and i can sort of start, start to feel it fitting into my brain and like 
starting yeah. to parse in the meaning, which is a good feeling. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's and that just only continues. So it's a that's very, very exciting. Especially the and eventually you're gonna have the I understood that whole sentence and eventually you're gonna have I understood everything that person just said. And each time yeah. it's like it's it's quite exciting. That's why I always tell people, you know, one of the things about doing the immersion uh Katsumoto style immersion where you just leave Chinese on in your house, even if you're not paying mm -hmm. attention to it, it's just like there on a in a little speaker in the corner or whatever, is that mm -hmm you'll start and you'll just notice some first tones at the beginning, or you'll notice like that, that somebody said, you know, sure or whatever. And then you'll notice a, a two character word and like slowly you'll just start to notice more and more until um, eventually it's like, if you're paying attention, you can understand all of it. I mean, obviously it takes a while, but it's like, you just want to give your brain as many opportunities to notice as possible. And yeah, so, totally. yeah that's a, uh, that, and it's great that you have that in your workplace. So, um, so uh, we always want to know, you know, it sounds like you weren't necessarily too skeptical because you'd read about mnemonics and you knew about SRS and stuff. And you were in, in mm -hmm. a way you were more maybe uh, uh, excited to have a chance to try these things. But um, was there anything that you were kind of skeptical about at the beginning, um, you know, when you started off? I'm not really. No. Hmm. Uh no, no, I would say I wasn't skeptical at all. Like y'all did a good job of explaining the principles of what you were doing mm -hmm. and the principles you were explaining made sense. And then as I saw those start to implement, they worked. So. Sure, sure. Yeah, we always ask, because I mean, obviously it's a little bit strange when we're like, you know, your your uncle's in the bathroom with a ferret and they're like, how is that going to help them learn Chinese? <laughs> so, yeah. It makes perfect um, sense, right? Like memory <laughs> is about elaboration and, yeah, you know, yeah. and emotion. So sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's the thing that like these days when I do uh, some kind of mnemonic memory, I, I've, I've sort of um, what the all the memory champions, they say the most advanced form of mnemonics is to take these emotionally impactful moments in your life and see how you can fit them into. So like moments that maybe don't even have that much visually stimulating about them, but they're, they're highly emotional. And then they make yeah. them like much easier to remember. It's like, it's like, Oh, cool. oh it's my it's my, you know, like on the negative side, it's like, it's my ex-girlfriend on the day she dumped me or oh, on the gosh. positive side, it's like, it's my, uh, it's the day that I saw, you know, my mom after being away for a while or something like that, you know, so you, you find these emotional moments and you see if you can connect them in some way. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, that, that's absolutely true. So um, do you have any suggestions for how we could uh, improve the course or make some, uh, you know, um, you know, obviously we can't, we have some technical restraints, but we yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, there's one. I I think I I think I put up a post for you maybe mm. a month or so ago that was some points of feedback. Mm -hmm. Like it felt like there was a really between the pronunciation course and the foundation course, it felt like the pronunciation course was made more recently, and oh, so really? it felt like it yeah. seemed like that the pronunciation yeah. course seemed more organized and had it seemed like it had a higher production bar. Huh. than the beginning of the foundation course. That was right. just my impression. Hmm. Um, and so it felt a little bit disorienting when I went across that uh, junction. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I think the only thing that's been, I guess, and this is coming from me as sort of like a game designer, hmm. I think that I could use a little bit more um, sort of like goal setting a little bit more a little clearer visibility into what is the next milestone that right. i'm 
reaching towards and when I'm going to get there. So like, mm. and I, some of the questions I was asking were pertaining to that, like, right. Hey, I'm learning all these words. When am I going to be able to start learning sentences? Right. Right. Sure. And like right now, and in fact, I asked you a question about this just recently, like, Hey, so now I'm working on sentences. Like what's the next big milestone that I'm, that I'm going towards. And though, yeah. at least for me, but, Sure. No, that's that's very important for everybody. Those kind that kind of goal setting is really important and helps helps folks understand where they are and where they're going. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, um, you know, we we try to have those principles a little bit in our uh, review, like level reviews, in the sense of like mm -hmm. showing you what's coming and all that stuff. But you're right. You know, we can always improve that. Um, certainly, when we we have loads of ideas for we've we've um, designed all the wireframes for an app, uh, and then we gave it to some oh, developers yeah. and asked about it and they were like oh this is going to cost an incredibly uh cost it's just a cost prohibitive in terms of how uh, our size of a company at the moment but we still have it ready to go for when we can uh you know we have enough subscribers to be able to fund it huh. but um you know it's uh, it's that's a big part of it is making sure people see where's their progress where's the next milestones and all that mm -hmm. unfortunately the mm -hmm. current platform doesn't have those types of features so if we did it we'd have to do it all manually we'd have to be like okay here's the um you know, a progress bar, which is really just an image of a bar that we show you. Here's your progress or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd have to do all this stuff. Well, we, but, you know, maybe it's worth it. But, um, you know. I feel, like the, I feel like the level reviews do an okay of showing my progress through the, like, overall arc of the, of the um, course. Mm -hmm. I'm more talking about, like, what is the high-level goal that I'm working towards? Right, right, right? yeah. Like what is the what is the one sentence description of the cool thing I'm going to be able to do? Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And that's the thing that I that that's like pro, believe me I love progress bars, but like <laughs> uh, but that one one or two sentence pitch for like here's what you're learning next. Mm -hmm. That's what engages emotionally, and that's what that's what'll stick in some people's minds. Sure. Sure. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's pretty much the, the phases at the, at this point. Cause it's like, uh, the phase three is sentences, phase four, level 21 is, uh, yeah. paragraphs and dialogues and short stories. And then phase five yeah. is longer form stories. And so, and then of course we have like, we're, we're working on something at the moment, which is, uh, we're working on our grammar posts, but we're also working on, uh, these, we have these hundred stories written that correspond with the, um, intermediate course. So it's like, uh, oh, about, cool three longer form stories per level and so when we get and then i think in the advanced course we might even i'm not sure yet we're luke and i are still kind of debating this but like uh the in the advanced course we might even just scrap individual sentences and just do long stories so yeah like you learn some words and characters and then we kind of unlock a story um and you get i think that makes so much sense i think so too i mean we'll see because on the other hand there's a part of me that goes well there should always be at least a sentence you can un you can look up for a new word instead of, but you know we'll, we'll, we'll figure out a way but I mean, that's, that's what um, a dictionary is right like right yeah true yeah exactly so those exist already for sure <laughs> um all right cool so uh i guess our final question is just uh would you recommend mandarin blueprint to uh somebody who's just coming across our oh site? yeah absolutely like i not only would i i have oh, like <laughs> i consistently have yeah absolutely so i i'm very impressed with with your service and i think it's very helpful it's mm. like the method that by which I started to learn Japanese was pretty excellent, although incredibly time consuming. Mm -hmm. And the way Mandarin Blueprint works is just so clear and orderly and, uh, and intuitive.
Like how often do those things go together? <laughs> yeah, no, that is, uh, it's, it, it, it's taken us a long time to put together. So that's the, I'm very happy to hear that because that's what the goal is. So uh, fantastic, Eleanor. Well, thank you so much again for um, uh, taking the time and uh, maybe we can check in with you again when you finish the foundation course and see Great. what you think then. And uh, uh, for anybody watching mandarinblueprint.com, if you'd like to learn more and uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. Thanks, Eleanor. You're welcome. Thank you.